Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Wilds Forest Focus. Another defeat for the Reds as they lose 2-0 at home to Spurs, a third home defeat in a row. The gap towards the relegation zone could get narrower this weekend. The pressure mounts on Steve Cooper. The win record looks miserable. Matt Turner had a shocker and one or two others did as well. It's not going to be much fun. Uh, poor old Mark Southerns is with me Here we go. after the 5-0 yeah. defeat to Fulham. <laughs> Here we oh, go we again. Exactly. Yeah. You you are an unlucky man. Um, mm. Give us your thoughts on what we just witnessed to kick us off and we'll branch it out from there. Um, well, first of all, the team. I wasn't surprised to see us unchanged given the Sangari injury. Um, I guess... Danilo arguably could have been the one to come in, but I, I probably would have said that Cooper couldn't do much else with the team, but go what he saw. It was a decent performance at Wolves, so I wasn't surprised to see the same 11, same setup. Um, but when you're playing Yates and Coyote, um, you're getting effort and fight, but you're losing some quality on the ball, obviously. And what what unfolded in the first half was what I expected. Spurs having a lot of the ball and us sitting back and looking a little bit menacing on the break. Near Catty's long throws being the main threat, really, and also Spurs being a bit sloppy. And then we conceded a bad goal before half time. Again, how many times this season have we conceded goals at the wrong time? Uh, that couldn't have come at a worse time, really, right before the half time. If we'd have gone in nil nil, you'd have fancied us to push on in the second half and threaten a bit more. And then again, the second goal, arguably, that was a bad time because what unfolded afterwards was Basuma getting dismissed and us getting on top. Um, but we were already 2-0 down. And unfortunately, we just don't have the quality in attacking areas to punish teams. So it's it's worrying. We're struggling, there's no doubt. Yeah, that's the problem for me. Like, we're in a relegation battle. We can't hit a barn door. I know we created chances, like Nico hit the post and Toflo was really unlucky. But you don't want your left back and your right your left wing back and your right wing back being you, you know, the two coming closest to goal. I mean mm. Without Taiwo, are we just not very good without Taiwo? Well, I think I've said that before. I think he's key. I think what's worrying for me, um, when you when you need to score a goal and when you need to keep a goal out, the two most important positions on the pitch are your centre forward and your goalkeeper. We don't have a centre forward who we can keep fit and we don't have a goalkeeper good enough at this level, it seems, unfortunately. And that's a bit harsh, maybe, um, but... I, I think Turner was at fault for the first goal. Maybe that was harsh, but I don't think I'm alone in that. I think Mikey was in our chat thinking the same. He said it differently to me. Um, but <laughs> I, um, yeah. Um, 
but he was definitely at fault for the second goal. And and what's worse, he did that in the first half. He got away with one in the first half. And it's not even the first time this season Turner's done that. Just looked completely panicked on the ball, miskicked it, and then obviously rattled by that error, kind of Ramsdale style, makes one mistake and it leads to another and really should have done better. But he was weak on the cross, I think, for the first goal. For me, when the centre forward is heading in from inside the six-yard box, you want the keeper to be a factor at least. What was interesting, Gary Neville pointed out that Coyote missed his missed that chance that we had in the first half because he felt he was going to get clattered by the keeper. If Richarlison had felt that Turner was a presence, maybe he wouldn't have been so commanding and careful with the placement of the header. But Turner wasn't a presence at all. If you look at if you just watch him when that cross comes in, he's nowhere. He's not a factor in that goal at all. He's, he might as well not be present. Mm. You want your keeper. I mean, in the days of big norm, he'd have come out and flattened Richarlison, wouldn't he? And Richarlison might have scored, but he'd have been on the ground and he'd have to pick himself up before he celebrates. Mm. And Turner, I want that from Turner. I want Turner to at least be a presence and challenging for that ball in the six-yard box. And he wasn't. And so it was an easy header for Richarlison. Compare that to the creative chance where he's obviously aware of the keeper and Kyrie didn't do well tonight and he wasn't actually a factor in that chance, but Coyote thought he was. And yeah, that went by. And so Turner at fault for the first goal for me and then blatantly at fault for the second goal. And that really just knocked the wind out of our performance. I thought the outfield players put in so much effort that that was there. Clearly the fight is there to you know fight for Cooper. The quality isn't though, is it? And you know the crucial position, like you say, is Tyro. We don't have a threat up top. You put Tyro in that team tonight, we might have caught them in the first half, and then it's a different game. Yeah, I agree. I agree about Tyro. We'll stick on Turner for a minute. I mean, I don't know who signs these keepers, who wanted them. I, I, I still see something in Vlacodimos. Uh, he, he's hardly made a save, but he's hardly made a, a howler. But Turner, like, you must scout these keepers and see modern keepers kick the ball. And, you know, they have other facets. But Turner, I don't want to dig him out too much because he made some no. saves. But you can't let a second goal in like that. The first one, okay, yeah, he he might be able to make a case for a goalkeeping expert. Or I saw Gary Neville digging out the centre-halves as well, saying they should do better. I thought it was a collective failing for the first goal. But you can't carry a keeper who lets the goal in at Brentford, lets this one in. I, I don't know. I just think this... We've signed 40-odd players. Mikey said this the other day. We've signed 40-odd mm. players. We've signed some good ones, and we've signed some duds. Mm. Um, we've thrown a lot of stuff at the wall, and some of it's stuck and some of it hasn't. I mean, we'll get on to Cooper, but I think the problems go beyond the manager. Oh, yeah. As well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at last season, when we went and got Navas, I was like, oh, how first, how have we managed to do that? Secondly, where's the money come from? And I, I kind of looked... And thought, well, hold on a minute. It's a crucial position, isn't it? The, the, what they've done, they've sat down and gone, Henderson's, you know, a top Premier League goalkeeper. We're a side fighting for survival. One position we've got to get right is in goal. So they went out and got, a, you know, arguably still a world-class keeper at the time. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't, but he certainly came with that reputation. Navas immediately manned the match in his first game. He had that he exuded confidence. He gave mm. the back four or back five confidence at that time. Yeah, and it was the owner, and, sorry to interrupt, it was the owner that got him as well. Yeah. And, and, and he said, let's yeah. go get him. And, and contrast that to now what we've got, we've got 
Lacadimos, who who seems to be just anywhere but in front of the ball when the ball's coming towards goal. Like he, he, you can't say any of the goals were his fault, but he's not making saves. And you know that he's not again like Turner tonight. He hasn't been a factor in any of the goals we've conceded. And I can't think of one save that he's made where you think, well, that's not a routine save that an outfield player could have made right so far. But I do think Lacadimos has a bit more confidence about him. I certainly feel more confident with him in goal. With Turner at times, when the when the crosses come in, I see him hesitant and mm. and he's not a presence. He, he, he does he lack courage? I think maybe that's a bit harsh. I I preseason I I I looked him up. I did a bit of research on him and I found a, a video on YouTube that showed a goal that Arsenal conceded on their preseason tour. And the title of the video was "This is the goal that convinced Arsenal to sell Turner," and it was from a cross ball that he didn't come for, and it was a goal from like five or six yards out that the, the attacking team scored, and Turner, again, just wasn't wasn't present on the cross, didn't come for the cross, didn't have a chance on the, on the goal. And that was very similar to what I saw tonight in the Charleston goal. I, I think he, there's an issue with him coming for crosses when, when you know, bravery or courage is involved. Um, and on the second goal, he panics with the ball at his feet when under any kind of pressure. In fact, he wasn't really under pressure, I wouldn't say, for that second one, like he was in the first time. He's just not good with the ball at his feet. And in the modern-day game, you've got to have a keeper who's comfortable on the ball and can pass and distribute, and he doesn't seem to be able to do that with his feet. And then he's weak on the shot. Get found out on the near post. He doesn't stand up. He, he's not, there's, you know, he doesn't put enough of him in front of the ball. Um, I don't know. I don't know what Steve's going to say about the goals he won't dig Turner out because that's not Cooper's style but it's very hard to deny that he's not at fault for at least one of the goals yeah yeah I feel sort of sorry for him in the sense that he's come here yeah and he probably knows that he might have been told he, he can be number one but really I think once Flacodemos came in the writing was sort of on the wall for him if Flacodemos mm. had done better Turner wouldn't be in the side he's not in the side because he's played well he's in the side we've let a shed load of goals in and the manager rolled the dice on something else. So, yeah, he was a factor. Another player that was so frustrating tonight for me was Ilanga. I mean, yeah. you can't really just, you know, give him an electric shock every time he runs offside, but it must be tempting for the coaches. <laughs> He's... I don't think he'd be with us if we were doing that, though, That's to be fair. His heart rate would spike. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. There's a raw, the raw materials are there, but, you know, obviously we didn't get to see the best of Brennan tonight, but... And Elanga's got three goals and three assists this season, so he's had moments. But you see the quality, the amount of times he crosses it on his left foot and hits the keeper at his near post and, you know, obviously running offside as well. Yeah. He runs he's... runs into opponents as well, doesn't he? Just mm. runs with the ball. I mean, this is the problem. It's like we had Navas in goal, we had Aaron e up front and we had Brennan out wide providing goals when Aaron e wasn't fit. We haven't got Navas. We've got Turner and Vlacadimos, who there's question marks over them. Awanee's out, and we've got a Langer instead of Brennan. We're weaker. Mm. That's as simple as that. Yes, we've got Murillo. Yes, we've got uh, you know Sangare. We've got quality elsewhere. Um, but you know Sangare's not been a factor yet. We haven't really seen the benefits he's bringing. In fact, we've probably seen the opposite. So it's hard to say now, hand on heart, that we're stronger now than we were last season. The, the fight is back. I think I like the formation is more comfortable for the, for the players that we've got. Uh, and, and the spirit is there, but the quality isn't. And we had just enough quality to get through it last season. And certainly in goal we did. 
when it mattered. Navas made mistakes, but he made a handful of mistakes, and Turner's made more in fewer appearances so far. So it's a real problem. It is. Quick plug for our sponsors, as ever, the Trent Navigation. If you want a weekend on the beer to drown your sorrows, do get down there. Mark's already on a beer. Yeah, don't don't drink nav. at home. Go down the nav instead. That's it. <laughs> Go down the nav, yeah, yeah. and uh, do that. As ever, just a quick reminder, I'll put, I think the link's in the description. You can get you your tickets to enjoy England, who might win some games uh, in the summer. Yeah, Forest will win games, and I, I think we'll be all right, but we're in a real relegation battle. Which sort of leads into the next question. Because I know there's going to be a percentage of the audience and the fan base that wants to see Cooper out. And there's probably fans, they're like probably banging their head against the brick wall, that section, saying, well, hang on, we've won winning 13. We're playing terrible football. We've gone back to the players of last season. So I can see their side. But then I look at this team and think, I'm not sure anyone's going to get a better tune out of them until January no. if we can buy a striker. And other no. managers out there are going to look at us and they're going to think, well, we've got terrible fixtures coming up. Once we get past, Man United is probably not a terrible fixture, but you get into January and February, we've got a really rough run of games coming up. Like you say, we're a weaker team than last season in some areas. Does, does sacking the manager change anything particularly for you? The only thing I would say is the window, right? So yeah. a new manager would come in if Mamanaka said, I'll back you in the window. And the question that I have now, and I wonder what you think about this, is he might be with Cooper in a minute. Is that because he just hasn't got a replacement on standby yet? And does he back Cooper enough if Cooper is still there to give him money in the window or spend on that squad with Cooper there? Because mm. we need to. I mean, I look at it tonight and think we've got to get a striker. We've got to get a keeper in, probably on loan, I would say. I mean, I, I wonder, though, question for you. Do you think that Cooper was under some pressure to play Vakademos, given that, you know, he was number one, he's Greek number one, and so on? There's obvious connections to the owner. Do you think there's a little bit of, you know, the walls line up looked a bit like that was Cooper saying, right, I'm going to pick the players I want to pick. I'm going to pick the formation I want to pick. Almost as if there was pressure when Sangari arrived to go more expansive, there's pressure to play Vakademus over Turner, maybe. And at Wolves, he's gone, no, I'm going to put Turner back in, even though Vakademus hadn't made a mistake. And no, I'm going to play three at the back. I'm going to play wing backs, And I'm not going to start Sangare, even though he's a big money signing. I looked at the Wolves' performance and the team sheet and went, that's almost like Cooper going, no, I'm going back to what I wanted to do or what I wanted to do, how I started the season. And it's all speculative about whether he came under pressure to change things when the signings came in. So I wonder whether you know, Turner's mistakes tonight will put pressure on Cooper again in terms of, well, should Vlacodemus come in next you know, next game? I mean, the fans will say, yes, he should. But what will Cooper do there? It's difficult, isn't it? Is he going to back a Turner again after a mistake? Because he did the last time. Mm. I oh, I don't know. I would probably change change back and just go with Vlacodemus because right. I see there might be a keeper in there. But then we've only got two games for January. I mean, I'd be going to Arsenal and saying, please let us have Aaron Ramsdale. <laughs> and we'll get him. We'll... No, yeah. I know. But someone yeah. like that, I'd just, you yeah. know, we'll give him games to yours. Can we pluck another Navas out the hat type type thing? Because, yeah, I just don't see us keeping clean sheets with Turner in. Maybe for Kodomos. Uh, I don't know. It's so difficult on the manager. Uh, 
I just don't know if he, anyone's going to get a better tune out of them. It can, I suppose the question is, did Steve Cooper pick the right team today because he's reverted back to mm. the players he trusts? If he picked the right team, then he had a game plan that was probably a suitable game plan with the personnel yeah. we had. So I don't, I, you know, the the side that was his side of the of the deal tonight, he sort of held his end up. You know, we had a game plan, we executed it well. The quality of our players is poor. I suppose the flip side to that is, should he be getting more out of Dominguez? Sangari was injured tonight. People asking in the comments, I think Sangari mm. had a groin injury. Should he have picked Danilo instead of Koyate? And should he have picked, well, I don't know, could you pick Hudson Adore? He looks like his confidence is completely brittle to me. Should he have picked a different side and played more attacking football? But my worry, worry would have been if you go toe to toe with Spurs, they'd have won that game more comfortably than they did. So I don't hold this one against Steve Cooper at all. No. And my reasoning that I thought he was done after Fulham was because the players looked like they'd given up on him. Yeah. There's still some fight there. The question's the quality to me. There's, there's not a lot of quality going forwards in this team. So if the owner wants to sack Steve Cooper, he's got every right to, based on the win record. If he thinks there's someone out there and he's got someone lined up, then just do it. You know, the fans won't like it. But make a you know, if you want to get rid of him, get rid of him to me. But I see a very real scenario where this absolutely blows up and we get relegated. And I still think with Cooper we won't get relegated, but what's the ceiling with Steve Cooper and the man as manager and this group of players as it stands it's probably 16th or 17th maybe if we get a striker we can get a bit higher but to me it all comes down more like you say the bigger question is the transfer window and what we do Mm. in the window yeah because you have to give any manager the tools to score some goals and Morgan Gibbs White doesn't score many goals Callum Hudson-Odoi doesn't look you know he scored that that one against Burnley but he looks brittle Ilanga's gonna have one good game in five or I'll do something magic perhaps. I just don't see a lot in this team right now. So we could sack Matt Steve Cooper and it could go better. We could sack Steve Cooper and it could go worse. We're in a very unenviable position right now, aren't we? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's only Maranakis that knows. He will have to get whoever's in charge in that window. He will have to back. Because mm-hmm. somehow, despite all the players we've signed, we're still lacking in key areas. Um, and we've talked about the goalkeeper position. We've got to get back up to our knee. And we've probably got, we've we've got to get another source of goals elsewhere in the team as well. Because, like you say, Gibbs White, Alanga, Hudson Odoi, they're not they're not going to provide goals for us the way Brennan did. So we knew that was a challenge. We knew that Avani was somewhat injury prone. Perhaps we knew we lost Brennan's goals, and we knew we didn't have Henderson or Navas in goal. But we thought we'd sign players that could fill those gaps. We clearly haven't. Right, that's that's clear enough now. So what do we do? Mamanakas has got to unfortunately, find the means to sign more players in January. So the question is now, does he back Cooper enough to give him 
those players or would he rather do that with a new man in charge? Hmm. I think it's well, I the think latter. Do hmm. you? I think you, I think you'd rather have a different man in charge. Do he just doesn't yeah. find someone who take the job. Because, because I think in this position for a long time. Because I think when he signed the players this time, Cooper, some Cooper felt some pressure to change. Yeah, I, I think that the owner felt that perhaps he'd given him the tools to take us up a level. And clearly, we I think we made we we made changes tactically before we were ready to do so, and we lost points because of that. So I I, I think that if if he's going to dip into the market and sign us another five or six players, he's not going to want Cooper in charge with those players. I, that's that's how it, that's how I would feel at the moment, because mm. all we hear is that there's you know there's doubt about Cooper's position, and it's another defeat tonight. And like you said, it's almost like we want it to be put out of misery here because none of us, well, I don't want to see Cooper go, but I don't want this to continue either. I think we said it in the week. This is untenable. We can't go from game to game feeling this pressure on Cooper to this level. Yeah. I, I wouldn't sack him this week. I, I personally, I would. I, I saw enough in the performance that he got mm. he got the best out of a, he got something out of it. I don't know if he got the best. He got something out of that group you know, we played well first half and we switch off. It's just, you know, obviously there were faults in the goal, but the quality of Kulosevsky stood out compared, you know, he's whipping a quality ball in. We're not really doing that. I can't think of us flashing quality into the box oh. particularly. It's all like near Kate chaos throws and, yeah. you know, corners to the back post and our, our open play chances. Did we have any? Ilanga ran offside and hit the keeper. I thought we were really busy first half. I thought Ryan Yates was really good first half. Mm. But mm. he probably sums up sort of where we're at. He's got a yeah. ceiling as a Premier League player. Gave his all. It was peak Ryan Yates performance. But we're a very flawed team. So, yeah, I think the ball's in the owner's court, really, when it comes to Steve Cooper's situation. I personally wouldn't uh, move now. Liam here, you know, says... You know, ten more players every year. We just—I think he's right. We just need a couple of changes, a quality striker. We needed another goalkeeper, sadly. I think there's sort of the raw materials around that. I mean, I thought Nico had a very oh, tough he, task tonight, yeah. and he did well, didn't he? For he the was most good part. again. Yeah, I, Nico Williams and, and Harry Toflo have, have been quality um, last couple of games, and Toflo before that as well. I think. I think the issue is, and we don't know what Marinakis is thinking, but I. You've got to presume that the players they brought in, Dominguez, Sangare, in particular, were seen as quality additions that would mean they would take us up a level. And Cooper's not played them at Wolves. Would he have played them tonight if Sangare was fit? Don't know. Probably not, I would say. So Maranakis is going to be frustrated that he brought him quality players that aren't on the pitch. And for all the effort that we showed tonight, there was quality lacking. And Maranakis will surely must feel, well, we've signed you quality and you're not playing it. Or you are playing it and you can't get anything out of it. And is that down to Sangare and, and, and the players? Or is it down to, I keep singling out Sangare because it's the easier one, but is it down to, you know, Cooper's limitations as a coach, he can't get a tune out of them? Or is it down to the attitude of the players? Where's Maranakis going to go with that? I don't know. Um, I think, like I said at the start, when you play, when you start Coyote and you start Yates, you are going to lose quality on the ball in, in exchange for effort and fight and grit um, and energy. 
So you know what kind of performance we're going to get from Forest. You know the chances we're going to have to rely on are going to be scraps. They're going to be, I was going to say, some set pieces. I mean, near Kate's free throw-ins are set pieces. But again tonight, we've only had the set peach coach for two days, but clearly uh, he didn't have an instant impact. No, no, no new coach bounce there, was there? But um, we, ne- you know, we don't make enough from set pieces. This is it. A side who relies on effort and energy and, you know, should we say, doesn't create their chances from open play and, and quality play, which is what we're now slipping into. We need to be getting out something out of set pieces because, mm. you know, Luton will and we, and we're not. So there's, there's a problem there as well, which, you know, the coach has come in. Maybe that's a sign that Aaron Akers is back in Cooper. That he's given him that appointment. I don't know. I, like you say, I just don't see anyone coming in now and getting a tune out of these players unless they can turn Dominguez performances from Dominguez and Sangari. We know there's quality in there, but for one reason or another, Cooper wasn't able to get it out of them. So maybe yeah. a new coach can come in and do that, and maybe a new coach will be backed with more signings in January. I just don't know if that's going to be Cooper. But I was saying that two weeks ago after the Fulham game, and we're still here. And I'm glad we are. I'm glad we are. I want Cooper to stay, but I fear that our lack of quality is going to really embroil us in that bottom three fight. Yeah, I think he needs to play Dominguez in the next game, really. Or Danilo. Mm. We have to have a bit yeah. more going forwards. We can't rely on the scraps that we're we're feeding off. Uh, if you were enjoying this debate, whether you agree with us or not, do us a favour and uh, subscribe would be a big help. Stick a like on this video. Smash the like button, Mark. That's it, say smash. It only works if you say smash. Then they'll hit it. <laughs> I mean, what did you make of the back three? Did you feel it was the way to go going into the game? Or would you have played a four? Yeah, I did. I I, I like the back three because I like having Williams and Toffolo as factors in the final third. And they are. I mean, Toffolo is very good at timing runs and Williams is effort. And, and every now and then Williams finds some quality of his distribution. So I like the fact that they get forward. What frustrated me about the back three was I wanted Murillo to be on the ball. I wanted Murillo to be a factor in our build-up and our attacks. And instead of that, it was Bolly. It was Bolly you put Gibbs White through and kind of under hit the pass and Gibbs White stumbled in the first half. And it was Bolly who had the chance in the second half. Now, if you put Murillo in those two positions, I would have put money on Murillo providing a better ball for Gibbs White and Murillo hitting the target. And instead, it's somehow it's Willie Bolly who's managed to get forward and be in the final third and be in those two positions. So it's a little bit frustrating because I think we all know what Murillo is quality. Like I think he's an outstanding player and he became a factor when Spurs went down to 10 men and he got more of the ball and he started appearing in their half. And I think when that happens, suddenly things, it looks like we can create something. I hope he's passing or his ability to beat a man. But unfortunately in the first half, it's all about near Cassie and Bolly. They were the two getting forward because of the spare man. So that was a bit frustrating. Um, but I like the system. Uh, I think those three players are a good blend. And I like the fullbacks at the moment, or the wingbacks. So, I yeah, I'm happy to see that, that Cooper persevere with that. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the formula to me was right. It was kind of replicate the Arsenal at home performance, flood the centre of the pitch, try and hit them on the break. Obviously, the difference mm. is Morgan gives why it was looking up and hitting Tyro Awanyi and Brennan Johnson, I think, that day, wasn't he? And yeah. That's a killer. That's it is awesome. a killer. And you've got to say that you know, I said when we went down to 10 men, it's a shame that our kitchen sink is a and Chris Wood. That's what we've got mm. to throw at a team. When when they're down to 10 men, all we can put on is Chris Wood, who we who still haven't found a way of playing playing with. We don't, 
I don't think he's a bad player necessarily. I just think you've got to get players around him and we're not brave enough to do that. And Origi, I don't know. I don't know what's behind the Origi signing and what we felt we were getting there. But clearly, he's not. And he wasn't even put on. Was he on the bench tonight? I think he was, but not put on. Um, when we're uh, yeah, I think so. I'll check yeah. that, yeah. What do you think to Murillo as a central midfielder? So many people have said well, that. Brett said it in the comments as well. Yeah. Not for me. I'll explain why. But what do you think? Well, he could play there. I think he could play anywhere he likes. He could probably have a going goal, to be honest. But um, I think he's just a very talented footballer who can play anywhere across the pitch. And yes, you could possibly put him central midfield, a holding role. But I quite like him coming from the back. It's just we don't, we're not, I don't know, just the first half we didn't get that from him. Second half, we managed to get him some space and he was a factor. So we just got to work at that. Yeah, I think he, to me, I like him seeing that he's young. He's very inexperienced. I just like him seeing the game in front of him. And, you know, we threw Danilo into that central midfield mix as a young Brazilian player. He didn't really yeah. adapt. Murillo, he gives some silly, like he gives some silly fouls away tonight. He's just a little bit late on things in the hustle and bustle of a midfield. I don't think... It's the answer for me. I'd just stick him in the, leave him where he is personally. Yeah, um, I mean, it's when he loses the ball, isn't it? That's when he overstretches and gets the yellow cards. He's done that a few yeah. times. Uh, Origi was on the bench tonight yeah. and he couldn't get on. I mean, that says something, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And so, like you said at the top, it's not all about Cooper. It's not all... It's not even about the players. You've got to look at the recruitment and go, how did we end up in this situation where... We're so poor for quality in the final third when Aaron Lee's not there. How did that happen? Mm. Obviously, Hudson, Adoy and Alango aren't the players to replace Brennan. And obviously, we have no backup for Aaron Lee. And all the players we signed, that's... To say it's unforgivable would be a bit harsh, maybe, but it is. It, it, that's clearly someone's fault. Someone's got to yeah. be behind that. I know we're lacking quality, but on the same same vein... Do we still need consistency of selection as well? At the start, they were saying, you know, only Deserby's made more changes, and that's because mm. Brighton have had loads of injuries in there in Europe. I know this team's not ideal, but I don't know. There's enough players in there that I feel we probably need to stick with for a while now, like like the back three, like the wing backs. Mangala needs to play. I know Gibbs White isn't having a great season, but I'd still be picking him. I'd probably still pick Alanga as well. I know he's frustrated me tonight, but. There's still eight or nine players that I think we're going to have to run with at least till January, aren't we? Yeah, I think the the two the two players who can come in are Dominguez and Danilo, like you say. You could possibly put them in for County and and Yates, um, Alanga. Yeah, I don't I don't think we've got any options, have we? I mean, I think no. that he's so inconsistent. He, he is an incredibly frustrating player, but I think we knew that when we signed him. We knew he was going to be. The raw material is there, but he, he needs polish. He needs bringing on. Unfortunately, I didn't think we would play him every game week in, week out. I thought he was going to be a player that we'd bring off the bench and be an impact player this season. It's happening that we've had to rely on him, which I think is almost a little bit unfair because I don't think he's at that level yet. He's only a young player. He, he was never that United. He had a run of games for them, um, but he never he's never played week in, week out like this. And... I don't think he's got that consistency to do that. So I don't really blame Alanga that much. I think we just we should have more depth where he can be in and out of the team and have a positive impact when he when he's on the pitch. Instead of that, he's he's under scrutiny every game and he's not he's not ready for that, I don't think. So yeah, you've got to look at recruitment there as well, haven't you? You've got to think, well, 
did we really recruit Alanga to play week in, week out? I don't think we did. I, when we signed him, I thought, well, that's a good player to have to back up what we've, you know, not our first 11. I really thought that was going to be the case. He's a good, he should be a good last 20 minutes when defence is a tiring mm. player and we're having eight minutes of stoppage time every week. He's not, because that's what he was at the start of the season. He wasn't starting every week. I think that's he right. came on at Chelsea and got the goal for us. So, yeah, I agree with that. Um, where's that comment gone? Hang on. <laughs> Around Bournemouth. Sorry, there's lots of comments oh, tonight. God, yeah. Okay, so, mm. I, I, this might well be right, what, um, what John says here, of Cooper's final last stand, Bournemouth. How are you feeling about that game? Because you, you're, you know, you and me, particularly you are XG uh, enthusiasts these days. Bournemouth are absolutely flying. They're better than their league position the last six or seven games. Now they've adapted to Iriola's methods, aren't they? Yeah, um, last six matches, they're the top attack in the Premier League. If you look at XG data, so they're not only in form, but the data backs it up as well. Um, but before anyone screams at the screen and says it's not about data, well, you've only got to watch them to see how well they're playing too. It's evident when you see them. And they're absolutely the opposite to us. They're absolutely full of confidence with players at the end of the pitch you can convert chances and create chances. Completely the antithesis of what we are at the moment. We haven't got confidence and we haven't got players in a final third who can hurt an opponent. So I fear for us in that game, to be honest. I think we're playing them at just the wrong time. And they're going to come to the city ground, having beaten us last season, and be very confident. I would have thought. So, it, I don't know what Cooper does there because he'll be under pressure to to play a more attacking team there, to to play Danilo and probably Dominguez. But he's up against a. There's no two ways about it. He's up against an inform and strong attacking side at the moment. Mm. Um, so, if that is the watershed, if that's the moment where Maranakis goes well. Three points today, or on, on pushing the button, then it's a, it, it's trouble. Yeah, yeah, I think it might well be because you do have to draw a line eventually. One, mm. not many managers keep the, excuse me keep their job at one win in thirteen games. If it gets no. to one win in fourteen, you know, much as everyone loves Steve Cooper, it's very difficult to justify him staying. Um, there was an interesting comment as well about Danilo dropped off a cliff uh, this season. Has he been that bad? I'm not sure. No. He hasn't. He's struggled to make an impact, but of last season. But yeah, he's not quite the same. But I wouldn't bury him personally. No, I think when he comes on, he, he's got quality on the ball. He's got some quality in his passing. He's um, he's frustrating as well. I think his end product sometimes lets him down. I think he's prone to error in our in our final third. So I don't like it when he, he's on the ball in our final third because I think. Rather like Dominguez did at West Ham, he'll try something that just, you know, is is not the appropriate pass. He'll try the Hollywood ball and it'll give away possession and we'll get turned over and, and concede. So I like him more in, in a more attacking role in an eight or a ten rather than sitting in a six, which is where he was initially. So I think in the right circumstances, I I mean I think Danilo's the one to bring in against Bournemouth. I think you have to keep the eights in there and you bring Danilo in alongside Mangala. Unless Sangare is fit, and you know there's a renaissance there, but I think I think Danilo starts against Bournemouth. Yeah, or Dominguez for me, one of them. I don't know, like, like I say, Sangare missed this game with injury, but I don't think you can go into it with Kuyate and Yates in midfield. No, because no. it is, you know, it's going to be Cooper's last stand, isn't it? We can't. I don't know. I don't think we can soak it up with. Unless, unless <laughs> well, I, I can't take too many. I can't take too many more of these 
uh, Matt, to be honest, doing doing post-match after defeat and wondering whether Cooper's going to hang on to his job. I can't keep doing this. So, um, yeah, I, 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 like we said, we we want to know, we want someone to blink, don't we? At the moment, it's I think Mamanakis is feeling that Cooper's got the support of the players and the crowd. He certainly has. I, I still support him. But what we're seeing on the pitch and the results aren't good enough. So how long can that go on for? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was evident again. You know, the crowd, the crowd in the ground. They didn't boo at the end, did they? No. I think they saw. You know, the crowd aren't stupid. Although people in the comments who want Cooper out would probably say they are. But I think you know, twenty-eight of the twenty-nine thousand seemed behind the manager and seemed receptive to what we were we were trying to do. It did. It was never got hostile, and the atmosphere what seemed really good on the TV, didn't it? Mm, there's just that worrying murmur that goes round at the whistle, isn't it? Almost like, oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah. And the only thing is like, oh, that's him gone. You know, is that that mutterings and yeah, that and the energy and that's absolutely it. gone as well after the second goal. Yeah, yeah. You can sense the anxiety in the stadium, can't you? Um, and it's because there's so much uncertainty. And and is that getting to the players at the moment? I don't think it is. I think. Tonight's evidence, they, the effort was there, and it was a it, it was a good performance. And if we'd have had quality in the right positions, and if 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 the keeper hadn't made the error, or errors, then we might have got something out of the game. And like you say, I don't think you can put this result on Cooper at all. I think he he picked the right team, he made changes at the right time, but he's got limited. I can't believe I'm saying this. He's got limited resources at his disposal, isn't he? Which is mm. seems ridiculous, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. He's still got credit in the bank with fans, but, you know, the chips are running out, aren't they? The, the mm. Bournemouth one is going to, yeah, is going to be defining because if you lose another home game, oh, I don't know, then we've got Newcastle away. Don't see us getting anything there. I could see us getting a result against Man United under different circumstances because they're having a shocker. But... Yeah, it, the, the, this whole pattern is unsustainable. Of you know, Cooper's last stand, Cooper's last stands. We can't have this all through Christmas, can we? Well, I can't. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, it, it, I don't think any of us. Obviously, we're not enjoying this period as Forest fans, obviously. But I think it's made worse by this every every final whistle, wondering whether this is the one that brings the end of Steve Cooper, which is going to leave many of us very, very sad, as we said a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, I I don't know where this ends, um, but I do feel like it's ending soon um, because I don't, I don't see where the result's going to come from with what Cooper's got to play with. I don't think we've got the quality in the right places at the moment. Awani isn't near fitness. Um, so that's not going to come and rescue us at any time soon. And... I don't know what the solution to the goalkeeper issue is. And we don't have anyone else in the side who can provide goals, it seems. People look at Gibbs White and think it's disappointing that there's no end product yet. I I actually thought, you know, he started the season saying he wanted to get more assists, more goals, and it really just hasn't come. Assists, of course, he needs players around him to get those, but he hasn't really, we haven't seen that increased goal threat from him, have we, at all? Hmm. No, that's true. And he did have a good first half tonight. I think Carrigan commentary noted that you know the three players that played best for us first half were Yates, Williams, and um, well, Williams had a terrible start, but over the course of the game, Williams grew into it. And Gibbs White, you know, they did well. They're still playing for Cooper. I think this is an interesting comment actually from Richard. I'll just put this up. Uh, 
the last sentence. Hang on. Oh, forgive me. There's too many comments dropping in. This is the hazard of the platform that we use. Um, we're a bad football team right now. It isn't on him, but he isn't helping it get better. That's probably a fair question, isn't it? Is Cooper actually making us any better with the resources he has? Could Should he be getting more out of them? Well, he, he tried. That's the eternal question. Yeah, yeah. He tried. When he changed system and when he put the new players straight in, that was him trying to do that. That was him trying to make us better. And, you know, you go back to the Villa performance. And, yes, it was similar to tonight in that we sat back. But there was some quality in our play as well. There was some good passing. Um, there was movement. There was a bit of ambition in when we had the ball. Now we've gone back to what we saw last season, which was a team fighting for survival, playing a system that's uh, set up for to not lose a game. And he's done that because of the circumstances we're in and because he can't get what he needs out of the players that were signed and given to him that were meant to take us up a level. And again, it goes back to what I said earlier. Is that down to Cooper not being able to get that out of those players or is it down to the players not wanting to perform for one reason or another? Nobody knows. Nobody really knows. And it's down to what Maranakis thinks there. So he did have quality available to him. Now, he didn't have tonight because he had players out injured, but he has tried. I think no one can say that Cooper hasn't tried to take us that new level, but it didn't work out for one reason or another. And now he's reverted to, well, we're in, a, we're in a fight now. So we're going back to what we know, which is playing a system that doesn't give too much away. But we don't have the quality that we had last season in Brennan and our need, do we? That's the problem. No, no. A couple of people rightly pointing out in the comments that, you know, Steve Cooper did once, Ayu would... Shelby, he's not he's not smashed it himself recruitment wise, but we need a joined up recruitment team anyway. We've gone through, we've gone through two recruitment teams. We're on to our third since being in the Premier League. Yeah, not good. We need to yeah be a lot more joined up as a football club. Well, it's trouble when you don't know you don't know who's signed the players. You know you've listed players yeah. there and you're going with their Cooper signings. None of us really know. Did he want Wood? Did he not want Wood? Was he behind the Murillo signing and was that done by the recruitment team? You know, so we don't know where the credit lies and where the blame lies for these signings, really, do we? That's the problem. Um, maybe it's better that way. I don't know. But I, I, yeah, I guess Cooper must have had some input into the recruitment. And we mm -hmm. believe for some of those players you quoted there, he did. Are you, for sure, because he knew, he knew him, right? So, yeah, I guess so. Um, there's, there's blame in various places, as we've said before. I, I don't know. It, 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 there's one man now knows what's going to happen next, and that's Mamanakis. So we're, we're, it's over to him again, isn't it? And it, it seems to be after every 90 minutes, we're looking in his direction to see what whether he blinks. Mm, mm. How are you feeling on relegation now as it stands? Um, <laughs> do you really want to know? I, I think that I think that Burnley have got quality that can eventually see them get out of the bottom three. I think Luton have got a way of playing and a determination and effectiveness at set pieces that could get them out of the bottom three. I think Sheffield United have got Chris Wilder back and they will fight now for every point. So those three teams that were all said to be worse than us and would mean that we would stay up have all taken a more positive forward step while we've taken several back. And you can forget Bournemouth, and I think you can probably forget Everton because I think those two teams have got the quality to just get away from us. We're in trouble. We're in big trouble, in my opinion. Mm. 
Yeah, we are, unless we sign a striker. Well, we're still in big trouble. We're still in big trouble. I was just thinking when you mentioned Everton there, you know, Calvert-Lewin's come back in and made them, I think he's made them significantly better. That Beto, who was playing instead, is a bit of a workhorse, but he's not of that, that level. So, yeah, I think we're in massive trouble. Even if we sign a striker, we're in big trouble. But as it stands right now, I'm struggling to think that there's three teams worse than us, sadly, as it stands. Right, any final thoughts before we depart? <laughs> We've done almost 45 minutes. Anything uplifting or are you just going to um, end on that sound? No, I, th- I think that... Um... I think it. I'm. I'm pleased that we're not sitting here bemoaning a Fulham performance. I'm pleased that clearly the effort is there and the players want to turn this round. Um, it's just frustrating that we don't have our striker and we haven't got. You know, the goalkeeper position is now a, a, a you know, a real concern. Which I think it. It was a worry before because we weren't sure about Turner, um, but now we're really not sure about him. And what's he going to do? Is he going to put Blackadimus back in? That's you know, that's four goalkeeper changes since the start of the season. Um, so there's some positives from tonight. The performance was good. We got let down by some errors at costly times, um, but the lack of quality is, is the real worry. And I don't know where that's coming from. I don't think that can come until the window. And I don't know who's going to be in charge when that window comes around. So there's just so much uncertainty. And, and really, as Forest fans now, we're probably getting to the point where we just want it done, don't we? And mm. if there's going to be a new start, let's make it happen. Yeah. I mean, Aaron in the comments says Lopetegui in. Is he going to look at it and think, oh, I don't know? Because he went into Wolves and they got Ruben Neves. They got, you know, Moutinho. They got Traore up front. They got a settled back four, Max Kilman. They got Jose Sarr in goal. We had the building blocks of a, a good team. So... I don't know. That's another concern, isn't it? Getting a manager who's going to think, oh, yes, please, unless they're guaranteed a shed load of money well, that's uh, it. in January. And he was at Wolves, I think, when he came in. I think he was he was promised funds that perhaps he felt he didn't get. Um, they spent money, though. Yeah, whoever comes in, we're going to have to spend... Whoever comes in has got to come in with a very good idea of what, what the recruitment team need to do to get us out of trouble. Um, and I guess you can argue that perhaps Cooper doesn't have that at his hand he don't, he, you know if Mamanaka said right who do you want us to sign in January to get us out of this you know, the, you've raised question marks about some of the decisions that we think Cooper's made when it comes to acquisition so maybe maybe Mamanakis would be right to not have faith in Cooper to know what he would need in January to get us out of this trouble so he needs a manager who does so who is that don't know maybe it's Lopetegui I don't know. It, that's the, that, I think that's the only thing keeping Cooper in a job at the moment is that there isn't an obvious candidate to come in and replace him who Marinakis feels is good enough quality that he's going to appease the reaction when he does make that change because there will be a negative reaction. Although week by week, perhaps the, the size of that reaction is, is lessening as defeats keep coming. Yeah. I mean, I think we spent 45 minutes talking about a situation where nothing's changed. Because there's a section <laughs> of the fan base that want the manager out, uh, who will yeah. say, "Well, that's that that performance shows he's got to go. We've lost again." There's a section of the fan base who will say, "We want the manager to stay. That performance shows they're still fighting and he should stay." Really, you can argue both cases, and really, it all comes down to Evangelos Marinakis and what he wants to do, and if he can find someone to do it. So we we march on to the 23rd and Bournemouth and see if we get any kind of resolution. But we're stuck in this, you know, miserable situation. Uh, and I don't see it getting any better against Bournemouth, personally. So, 
No. It's miserable, unfortunately. I'll see you after that game with another beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're doing that one, are you? Are you on the preview? I don't know. I hope, well, I don't, I'm on the preview, I think, yeah. Um, yeah so hopefully are. I can be more positive for that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very tough time to be Forest fans, and we've been spoiled, haven't we? We've had some wonderful times the last couple of years. Um, incredible times that I never thought I'd experience as a Forest fan again in my lifetime, to be honest. So I'll take these 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 moments um, and you know we'll shrug them off and we'll try and be more positive um, and um, yeah hope we can get out of this and and keep our top flight position. I think we can. I don't think it's too late, but I think a degree of change has got to come. Um, and um, we'll see when that comes and where it, where that change happens. Yeah, we will. Please don't get relegated. I've just started a new business. <laughs> That's a good no. Christmas thought. Yeah. Uh, right, on that note, like I say, if you've enjoyed this, well, you've not enjoyed this, but you, if you've been interested in the debate, uh, do us a favour, like and subscribe. It really helps us out. Give us a good review on iTunes. In the meantime, we'll be back on Monday with two uh, former pros for once because Gary and Lewis are both at the game and they're joined by Greg, who's going to have an uphill battle if he wants to be upbeat by then but we'll see uh see what he says in the meantime good of you to have join us over 500 with us which is great after a result like that at 11 p.m loads of comments very much appreciated mark thank you very much you're a good man soldiering through it again ah, thanks matt thanks for having me and hopefully soon i can do one of these and it's more positive hopefully so hopefully so the good thing is there's always another game and hopefully we get a better result this time starting with bournemouth on the 23rd heading into christmas right have a good weekend everyone dust yourselves off and we'll go again on monday with lewis gary and greg in the meantime we shall see you soon sports social podcast network